welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Fickler, and uh, with me is my co-host who's laughing at me right now. I always do hello. Court wins it. <laughs> hello, Katie. <laughs> Court's got the giggles today. He's got the giggles. Are you so excited about our topic today? Uh, I could not be more excited. We are, um, we are, of course, both licensed insurance agents here in the yeah, state of Tennessee. Licensed to insure. But, uh, <laughs> but we don't actually do a whole lot of insurance between the two of us. So we've... We've brought in a, a real live, uh, or we're bringing in a real live insurance person today who can actually help us talk about insurance. A real boy. Um, yes, so we... I'm a real boy. So, yes, on this episode, we are going to talk about insurance because it can be a little tricky. Q, it's tricky. Maybe this not. beat is my... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright laws. Uh, so we do have a special guest on this episode. Joe Sario is an agent with State Farm here in Carterville, Tennessee. Joe is going to help us understand the ins and outs of insurance, who needs what, and kind of just what's out there. Because, you know, we all hear about insurance, but it's kind of hard to know what you need and why it's important. Um, before Joe gets to his section, we do want to have our typical little fun pop culture throw in there. And so we do have a list. It may seem ridiculous that someone would insure their teeth or body parts, but if you are famous and you can afford the monthly premiums, why not? If something happens to your best assets and could put you out of work, then you might need to have an insurance policy. So this list is a little ridiculous. There are 20 on here, and these are celebrities with large policies on their body parts. Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm sitting here as you're saying this. The reason that you're getting very little reaction out of me is because I'm just looking at this list, and some of this stuff is crazy. I'm like, what's going to happen to that person's that? (laughs) Well, come on, Court. We teased it enough. Let's start. Okay. You go first. I'm not taking the first one. (laughs) Okay. I'll take the first one. Miss Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, $27 million on her butt. Yeah, and, and see, that's the, the very, very first one I saw. That, what's going to happen to her butt? She has what, a very famous butt. I know, but what's going to happen to her butt? I, I don't know. This is what the problem... We are not up for judgment. This is just the thing. Just Does that like, cover cellulite or like... What are, yeah, we, what are mean, we talking here? Is it is it just insurance against it becoming aging or sagging? Or is it is it like specific injury to the butt? What is going to happen to the butt? I'm not allowed to tell you what's in this policy. Okay. <laughs> oh... Okay, number two is Mariah Carey has her legs insured for a billion dollars. Whoa. I can't even believe that's true. Number three, Dolly Parton in the 1970s insured her breast, like a singular one or we talking about both? Breasts, both both of them. Breasts for $600,000. Recently, she upgraded the insurance to $3.8 million. Now see, I get that. Dolly's boobs, they're very recognizable. Yeah. Okay, Miley Cyrus. Uh, she has a $1 million policy on her tongue. Yes, okay. I, yeah, sure. I mean, that's, yeah, her whole tongue thing there for a while. Yep. Okay, so David Beckham. David Beckham has um, a policy in, or he got a policy in 06 for $195 million on his entire body. Uh, basically, the largest insurance policy in sports history split among several different policies. But see, this this is a guy who made his living physically. And I am sure that, you know, that, that he had coverage for injury on multiple body parts that could end his career. 
But now that he's done the whole me. body. Yeah. Every bit of it. Yeah, well, I mean, have you seen David Beckham's body? Yeah. Number six. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi Klum, world-famous supermodel. Uh, left leg insured for $1.2 million. Right leg? $1 million due to a, a small scar on her leg where, where she cut herself with glass. Yeah, hmm. so one leg is worth less because of a small little scar. Mm. I just think about the number of times I've like nicked myself shaving. Like, oh, okay, well, there goes another little bit of insurance policy there. Okay, next one. Daniel Craig, Mr. James Bond. Uh, $9.5 million that covers against loss to his entire body. Okay, see, now, Daniel Craig <laughs> is only worth $9.5 million, but but David Beckham was $195 million? That's That doesn't make sense to me. It's what they're willing to pay. It's the premiums. You're oh, up. Madonna. <laughs> okay. Um, Madonna, and this one, okay. I, I gave, I, <laughs> Madonna, Madonna has her breasts insured for $2 million. I mean, she did have the iconic cone boobs. Yeah, but guess what? You could you could have the cones without n- n- having the boobs. I, mean, I just don't... Again, no judgment here. I get the spicy one, I oh, guess. Number yes. nine, <laughs> David Lee Roth. He insured Little Elvis, his uh, genitalia. Some scientific terms there. <laughs> he also insured his sperm. Uh, the policy will pay out $1 million in the event of an unplanned pregnancy to help cover child support. Mm-hmm. Dang. That uh, makes sense. Yep. Little Elvis. I guess I knew that. Oh, yeah. okay. Y'all give me the, the crazy names. Troy. Palomalu. Thank you. Who was just inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Ah. Mm-hmm. His hair is insured for $1 million by head and shoulders after the endorsement. Okay. Taylor Swift has her legs insured for $40 million. Um, policy covers bruises, permanent skin damage, broken bones, or similar damage. Okay, see, now I like this one because we get specific. It's, it's specific. What it's covered. But I'm sitting there thinking, like, Taylor is a performer, and when you are up on the stage dancing and doing stuff, you're gonna knock into stuff. Those bruises are gonna happen. She is a performer, so oof. Okay. Number twelve, Gene Simmons. Tongue, $1 million. Enough okay. said. I, I mean, get Gene yeah, Simmons' get tongue, not Miley Cyrus's. Yeah, right. right. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. Merv Hughes, Australian cricket star, had his mustache insured for $370,000. I respect See, I that. I somebody, respect it. I, I, feel, I feel like he probably just did it as like a, a he lark. Did. <laughs> he did. Okay. Okay. Um, Keith Richards, his um, his hands, $2 million. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes his living playing guitar. Yeah. Makes sense. And plus he would probably need his hands to do all those drugs too. <laughs> oh gosh. He's a cockroach. Uh, number 15, Julia Roberts, $30 million for that world renowned smile. Of now hers. see, I'm guessing that covers like her teeth and damage to her mouth and so on and so forth. Some oh, of these sure, I get. I'm sure there's know, a lot with chapped it. Chapped lips. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Tom Jones <laughs> insured his <laughs> chest hair. For seven million. Holy chest, chest hair. Oof. Court. I just did Keith Richards. Yeah, and I did Julie Roberts. She did Tom Jones. Now it's back to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Bruce Springsteen, six million dollars on his voice, which okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Number eighteen, Jimmy Durant. Durante. What are we working with here? Jimmy Durante. Who is that? He is old, an old vaudevillian. Black and white. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rink. Uh, he has a nose. He has a nose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A tremendous his, nose. His nose. Yeah, nose, $50,000. Oh. I need to look him up. Okay, 20th Century Fox insured Betty Grable's legs for a staggering $1 million each 
during the 1940s, which would be equivalent to about a billion dollars in today's money. Dang. Those legs must have been very important to 20th Century Fox. Okay, and uh, back to me and back to Keith Richards, because he also insured his middle finger for $1.5 million. <laughs> so what would you guys insure? Like, apparently everybody has their thing, like Gene Simmons' tongue. Like, what are y'all known for? What would you insure? Oh. Mm. No. I don't know. I mean, and that's that's the thing I think about is like, wow, if you're, if you're an athlete, I understand insuring... You know, your throwing arm or something like that. But, I mean, some of these, the legs and stuff like that just throw me off. Because I know, like, as a female, and especially these being performers, like, I danced for 16 years. You bump into things. You injure yourself. You do things. So, it's just, it's weird that there's insurance policies on it. But, I guess if a crazy fan throws a beer bottle up on the stage and cuts your leg, oh, you've got an insurance policy for it. Mm-hmm. I'd insure my mustache. <laughs> and that's the list. <laughs> So obviously we are having fun, but that's a reality of some different things that people actually insure. Now, Mm. us average Joes are probably not going to be insuring body parts, but I don't know. You think about if you're a surgeon, your hands, you know, we talked about on one episode, you are considered disabled if you no longer can like bend your thumb. Mm. So there may be insurance policies associated with your extremities. So think about that, but want to break down the core of insurance. The principle of insurance is very basic. When you have something to lose and you know that you could not afford to pay for the loss yourself, insurance provides a way for you to protect your investment, lifestyle, and assets by paying a small amount of money every month in exchange for the assurance that if something goes wrong, the insurance company will have your back in the form of financial compensation. Yes, or to put it more shortly, it's protection (laughs) against risk. You, you get some money if, if, if something bad happens to some of your stuff. So or to you. we want to now turn it over to our guest, and we're going to have Joe Sario join us here in a second. All right, back from the break. We had to get things situated. We had to kick Cam off the microphone so that we could put Joe Sario on a microphone. So we now have Joe Sario in the studio with us. Katie, what do you got to say? Well, we're excited to have Joe here. Um, He is with State Farm, as I said in the beginning of the episode. But Joe, we want to hear from you. Why don't you tell everybody who you are and a little bit of background about you? Yeah, Katie. Well, first of all, I want to thank you all for having me here today. I'm real excited to be your guest. And uh, a little bit about myself. So uh, I am a longtime resident of Carville. been here most of my life. And I uh, went to Carville High School, graduated there, and went to the Woo-hoo. University of Memphis. So go Tigers. Tigers and <laughs> Dragons. Absolutely. Good job. <laughs> That's right. I've been married for 13 years. My wife, Brooke, um, has really helped me get to where I am, and she's my rock. Um, of course, God, I've I wouldn't be where I am without him. And uh, my wife and I, we actually have three kids. Um, twins, oh. Charlie and Lucy. Wow, um, twins. How, how, how old are they? They're 11. Okay. <laughs> so busy, busy. Ooh, I still have all my hair for the most part, but uh, <laughs> yeah, starting you, to fall you out. You still got it. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have our youngest is nine, she, uh, Grace. So we've got a full house. Yeah. Sounds um, like it. Yeah, so with uh, my agency, I started actually in 2009. All my friends said I was crazy for opening up a <laughs> business in the middle of a uh, financial crisis, but uh, it's gone well. So I've been in business for almost 13 years now. And um, Wait, uh, so 13 years in business and 13 years married. 
That's right. Oh, okay. So that was a crazy year then. It Starting was. a business and marriage. Okay. Yeah. So I timed it and she's still with me. So okay. That's, that's a good. good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's gone well. I've got a really good team um, that really uh, would not be where I am uh, today without their hard work and the, the care that they put into taking care of our clients. Mm. Okay, well, so tell me, what is your specialty? What's your sweet spot? Who are your ideal clients? So one thing uh, I really enjoy, believe it or not, is helping new home buyers. Um, a lot of times, uh, when you buy a house, you're uh, new, a lot of times newlywed couple, mm-hmm. and you have no idea about insurance. So I'm real passionate about explaining everything and and helping them think about this next chapter in life. Um, sometimes it could be a, a big job promotion, so you're taking a step up and. Uh, and your housing and where you're at there. And uh, they need education too. Absolutely. Okay. So obviously home. So you do home insurance. Yep. Homeowners. Perfect. Yeah. We actually, uh, Court and I are going through the CFP program right now to be certified financial planners. And one of our teachers was talking about how if you buy a house with a pool, you need to really consider your insurance that because if something happens to someone in the pool, then it can come back and bite you. That's right. That's good advice. Um, you really want to make sure you have proper liability insurance. So that's when that where that would come into play. Okay. Say, God forbid, somebody drowned in the pool mm. or you're out of town. You didn't know that mm. kids were playing in your backyard. You want to make sure that you have uh, enough liability insurance on the homeowner's policy um, or on an umbrella policy. Okay. Umbrella policy. What's that? Is that like Mary Poppins? We got an umbrella? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, actually, believe it or not, so you've got this umbrella, you're carrying it with you everywhere you go. And what it does is uh, any bodily injury or property damage that you're responsible for, so you drive your car into somebody's living room or something oh, crazy like that, um, State Farm would cover that or, or your insurance company would cover that. Okay. I like that visual. So it's literally like a umbrella that you're walking with, your little protective bubble. That's right. And they start at a million dollars in coverage and the, the premium, uh, at least with my company, is very reasonable uh, for what you get. Is it, is it, is it, as, as premiums go for umbrella coverage, is it more expensive because you're starting with such a, I mean, a million dollars coverage, you know, I think my auto policy is 500000 maximum right now. So we're talking about more coverage, but presumably... If, if like I had an auto accident and injured somebody, my liability on my auto insurance is going to cover part of it before it would reach my umbrella. Is that right? That's right. You actually have a, have to have a certain amount of liability insurance on your car insurance. Typically, uh, you'll see these numbers, 250 slash 500. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have that amount of coverage um, on the car before you can even get an umbrella. Okay. So. If you have a claim, it's going to use the auto insurance first, and then the umbrella will pick up next. And earlier, I mentioned dog, because I have a dog that's a biter. And you said, Ooh. you hope I have umbrella insurance. <laughs> that's so right. It wouldn't just cover things that I do. It would cover things that my dog does as well. <laughs> yes, it would actually cover that. So um, say your dog got loose in the neighborhood and mm-hmm. bit the mailman's leg, we would cover that under the umbrella policy. Excellent. Aww, that's what I need. I need an umbrella. I need an umbrella. I'm picturing, I guess I've been been watching How I Met Your Mother and the whole yellow umbrella stuff. That's what I keep picturing right now. And so everyone needs to get a yellow umbrella that's their umbrella policy. Mm. Okay, so I want to kind of touch on, I feel like when you buy a house to get a mortgage, you have to then have insurance. So that's kind of a, yes, no brainer. You have to do that. Same with a car now. I'm pretty sure 
You can't drive off the lot you unless you show lot. proof of insurance. Yeah, so. so those are kind of two that are no-brainers. But um, something I was curious on, if I was renting an apartment, is there any insurance with that, like renter's insurance or anything? Yeah, so there's all different types of dwelling policies. You touched on the homeowners. Okay. Um, the renter's insurance would cover just what you own inside the apartment. Gotcha. So it's going to cover your TV, your all the shoes and nice things that you have. Shoes, yes. yes. <laughs> she does have shoes. She has many, many shoes. So like renter's insurance, would that be good for like a college kid going off and staying in an off-campus apartment for parents to get that for them? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, their homeowner's policy will actually cover that in, okay. in most cases. But um, if their name is not on the lease and it's just the, the college student, then it's best for them to get their own renter's insurance policy in their name. Okay. So it's it's kind of like Court's favorite phrase of it depends. Yeah. <laughs> that obviously it sounds like there's so many different options to really customize. And that's why it's important to talk to someone like you and figure out what's best for you and your home. And Yeah, I guess we don't need. really want to get into the nitty gritty, but I, I have to admit, I was pretty surprised during our during our um, our insurance, the, the insurance part of our CFP training, when we started getting into just all of the variations, just, just on home insurance. Mm-hmm. I, so, you know, when I, when we get home insurance, my wife is always taking care of it. And I just think to myself, we have a house. We spent this much on the house. We need insurance for the house. Please give us this insurance. Yeah. And then all the little tiny pieces that can go into what make up that policy kind of, kind of surprised me. I figured it'd be just, you know, this much money. <laughs> I need insurance. House yes. burns down. We give you this much. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's a really good point is, um, you know, cheaper is not really better all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's a big um, misnomer or mistake that some people will make is not understanding that all policies pay differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to make sure you you do business with somebody who's going to take the time to explain it to you and, and ask questions questions to determine what you need rather than just give you what they give everybody oh yeah yeah Yeah. and making sure that it's important to look at your budget and build it in because yeah you may be like oh i can't afford that premium now but then can you afford when something really bad happens and you've got an even bigger price ticket Mm -hmm. that's right okay so we are in the south and um i'm always curious like i've got insurance on my car my husband has insurance on his but Around the South, there's all these four-wheelers and like dirt bikes and stuff like that and boats. Do people have insurance on that? Most people do. Some people <laughs> they're don't. they're supposed to. <laughs> they should. <laughs> um, so you, you asked about the umbrella policy mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Um, in order for that umbrella policy to properly pay, um, you have to have coverage on those things like the, the ATV, oh. the boat. Um, and if you think about those fun things we like to do here in the South, they are a little bit more risky. So if you're out riding ATV, the chances of, of getting hurt mm-hmm. are pretty good. Um, or if you're on a boat and you kind of lose track where you're at, you could end up running into a stump or uh, another boat. Yeah. And the dawn of uh, TikTok and Snapchat, I've heard of people posting videos doing stupid stuff and then they try and file insurance. And it's like, oh, no, no, we have video proof of what you were doing. <laughs> this was not an accident. So you handle home and auto. And uh, so what about business insurance? I know that's something that, so you have your own business and a lot of people in Carville are really big about small businesses. And so is there insurance associated with that? There is. And and you asked me one thing I really enjoy doing. Um, Business is another one of those things. Like you said, I'm a business owner and I have a lot of the same needs that these other business owners do. So 
Um, let's say you all own this building that you operate your office out of, mm-hmm. um, and you're going to need to have insurance on that just like you would a home. So we insure the, the commercial buildings, like a strip center or office building. Okay. Um, and then um, for your business inside, you'll want to make sure you have the proper uh, liability insurance as well for your business. I mean, not as much anymore, but people talking about if someone slipped and fell on your property, then you want to make sure you're covered for that if they decide to sue you. Because <laughs> unfortunately, that can happen sometimes. Yeah, we've actually, um, now that you bring that up, we had a, a restaurant insured that actually got struck by lightning. Oh. Fried all their computers and, um, you know, they were dead in the water for several days. So we actually replaced their income that they lost. Uh, replaced all their computers as well. And in restaurants in particular, there's slip and fall mm-hmm. claims all the time. So mm-hmm. we've had several of those where State Farm came in and we provided attorneys to the final judgment of that claim. Wow. I mean, enlightening. No one would think, oh, yeah, I need to do an insurance policy because my building's going to get struck by lightning. No one thinks that's going to happen. That's right. Our house got struck by lightning recently. Blew out like several of our outlets and our light fixtures and so forth didn't catch on fire or anything it's still standing and all but you know it's kind of like it was a giant giant crash it freaked me the heck out it was crazy yeah i want to i want to go i want to sidetrack for just a second because we you know one of the things that that has always intrigued me Joe, about the ind- in- the insurance industry is like I know I, I I know I have memories of friends that I had that graduated from college and when they graduated from college they they got a job at an insurance agency uh, you know it wasn't just that they started a business they, they 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 were employed by somebody but you've started your own business and you you are an insurance agent can you explain a little bit about how that works and how how you fit under the State Farm umbrella and how how your business works and do you have other agents that work for you or what? Yeah. Good question. I'm kind of like a franchise owner. Okay. um, To where I operate my own independent agency and I have all my own expenses, all my employees that work for me, work for me directly. Okay. Um, So I'll hire producers or or agents that will, um, I'll mentor them and show them the ropes, teach them the business um, and they actually work for me, for Joe Serio Insurance Agency. Okay. Um, and sometimes they want to go off and start their own agency, and I'll help them do that. Um, or they may stay on and just continue to be a valuable member of my team. Fantastic. Um, okay, well, the one big thing that we haven't, we haven't even touched yet, we've got two big categories that we haven't talked about. And I always, I, because of because of uh, estate planning, I'm always interested in the life insurance category. Mm, yes. Um, because, you know, one of the things that, that we constantly are talking to our clients about when we're doing estate planning is, you know, you've got, you've got to make sure that you've got estate liquidity, that you're providing for the people that you're leaving behind, so on and so forth. And obviously life insurance is a big component of that. Uh, Joe, what, what knowledge can you impart to us as far as life insurance is concerned? Maybe you can do a better job of explaining to people why they should have it. I know that's a big conversation that we have mm-hmm. with people all the time. Yeah, you know, a lot of people understand the basics of life insurance. They understand, hey, if I buy a house... I might want to cover my mortgage uh, to pay off all my debt. And that's the extent of what uh, many's, many people's uh, knowledge of life insurance is, mm-hmm. is that they just want to cover their debts. We really consider ourselves to be more of risk advisors than insurance agents. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to protect 
everything you're working so hard for. And life insurance is a big part of that. So we want to protect your paycheck. Um, if you die and your wife is the, the only uh, working spouse left, you go from two incomes to one, you might be able to pay the debt off with your life insurance, but that paycheck is almost is mm-hmm. gone also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, do financial planning analysis, and part of it is we do a life insurance analysis at the end of the plan, and it is because of the economic engine that even the non-working spouse, we've talked about this before, the non-working spouse, they still provide so much that if they were to suddenly pass away, then you've now got the expense of childcare or running, you know, taking care of the house. But yes, it's definitely one of those that having that life insurance, if something happens, and I think insurance across the whole board, it's all of thinking of the unexpected, the restaurant getting struck by lightning, you know, someone, something terrible happening. Um, we talked about uh, with businesses, like if a surgeon no longer could, you know, pinch his fingers together, then he's disabled. And so he needs to make sure he's got an insurance policy to cover him. So it's just, it's, I think that's, we need education on this and personalized education. Cause I think people are getting advice from, TikTok and Facebook and stuff, and it's generalized. It's not what each individual needs. And um, yeah, it's there's a lot of options out there for sure. Do you do disability? We do. He does everything. Yeah, disability. Just, just all of it. I do, <laughs> so, I do all of the insurance. That's right. So if you're still alive, you still have the same expenses, mm-hmm. but you have one less income or no income. Um, that's Disability becomes pretty important. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the questions I ask my customers is I just try to, you know, put yourself in that situation. If something happens to you today and you're still here, do you want to be able to meet your financial obligations for your family? And if you're not here, do you want them to maintain the same lifestyle as when you were? Yeah, obviously. We don't want them to be too happy that I'm gone, but we, you know, I don't want to punish them that I'm gone either, unless they're the ones that are responsible for me being gone. And then I want to punish them. And that's another conversation altogether. <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of thinking back to some of our other episodes we've done. Do you do the type of insurance policies where if you're doing a wedding or you're doing, a, like we just had the balloon fest in Carterville a little while ago, are, w- would people need to have those insurance policies? Could they come to you on those private event insurance policies? So um, it depends <laughs> on the circumstance. So for the example of the wedding, that's a great example. So if I insure your homeowners and you come to me and say, hey, my daughter's getting married, we can actually insure that event uh, specifically for that. So just a little add-on thing. Okay, yep. perfect. Okay, I got to call myself out. Um, so on auto... There's all these great, like, or these all, all these rumors, I feel like. I was the girl with the sports car, so I always heard the rumors that I had to pay more insurance than the boy. And then now they've got, like, the drive safe, like, all these different types of insurance. Is that true about the girl versus boy and the type of car? And A little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> typically, it's the young man who costs more than the female. Oh, okay. Um, but it's not a big difference. It's it's a slight difference. And what type of car you drive does matter. Okay. So if you're driving a uh, convertible must, red Mustang, that's probably going to cost more than the uh, the Altima. Yep. <laughs> I can the- confirm that, that uh, William William drives a a, a a Mustang, and yeah, he's and he's also a boy, and he's definitely more expensive than our girls are. 
who drive an SUV and a sedan. <laughs> well, insurance is all about risk. So yeah. if you think about it, if you're 25 and you're married, you're a little more settled in life than if you're 22 and single <laughs> and you're driving the red Mustang. <laughs> Very true. Um, we did an episode a little bit back about merging finances after getting married. And so I know that that's something like, okay, I've been on my parents' insurance policy and then it's trying to determine, I wonder if you have any advice when two people are just getting married, trying to determine, okay, they've got their parents' policies, now trying to figure out what to do and merging. And is there incentive to bundling things together? And There isn't. A lot of times I'll see that both um, spouses will want to stay on their parents' plan as long as they can and just <laughs> kind of kick the can down the road. And mm-hmm. My suggestion is best to just go ahead and combine everything and have everything properly covered. Sit down with an agent and talk about what you need. And, uh, of course, when you combine it all together, there's discounts, too. So it it helps with the transition. So I I do, again, I just wondered, from my personal experience, we've always dealt with, uh, or I say we, uh, in, in my past business life, and I think most people have experienced the fact that you you tend to get health insurance through your employer. Mm-hmm. That that that's kind of the system that we have here in America is that that most people that have insurance, at least until the Affordable Care Act came out, most people got insurance through their employer. Um, so you had an agent that would come in and and you know set everything up for the employees and so on and so forth. Um, do you do that? Do you do you go to employers and, and, and work with employers so that so that they can offer a policy to their employees? Or do you offer just private policies to, to your clients when they come in? How, how does that work? We, we don't write a lot of group insurance. Mm. Um, so most of what we do is personal lines or, or business insurance. Okay. Um, but that's a, a really good point is a lot of people, they, they will have their life insurance, their disability, their health insurance through a group plan with their employer. And what we'll do is we'll sit down with them and, and go over everything and make sure that they have enough life insurance in addition to that. Mm-hmm. Because you might change jobs, relocate, your company may do away with some benefits, and you want to make sure that you, you have put your family first and protected them from that scenario. Plus, a lot of employers offer group life insurance, but they gener- it becomes it's not as much of an advantage to them to, to, to offer more than, say, a, you know... Usually, a couple years. Yeah. Salary. Usually, it's a small amount, and then yeah. you need to get additional from somewhere yeah. else, and that's where it's you know running your financial plan analysis. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta ask. I think I saw this on your website. Rideshare insurance. That's right. What is that? So, if you ever want to start driving an Uber car ah, or a Lyft vehicle, mm-hmm. then we can actually add an endorsement to your car insurance to where it will cover that too. Okay, and probably okay, cool. like the DoorDash people too. Yep. All those things. Okay. So, so if I'm if I'm hearing you right, then what you're saying is my standard insurance that, that I have on my car right now probably doesn't cover if I were using the car for for uh, some sort of chauffeur type experience. <laughs> That's right. And with us, it's a, over a certain number of hours per week, and okay. we'll, we'll insure it anyway. But a lot of companies have a different philosophy, and and we'll just exclude that claim. I mean, that's, that's something definitely to consider is I think that with your insurance, like as your life changes, you need to make sure you've got the right coverage. And right now, everyone's starting to have small businesses, even in their homes and making sure they're covered properly. 
Well, I, I know my old my old business. We had everybody used all of our employees were employees, but they used their own truck to work. Oh, okay. And so uh, you know. There was there was this commercial element where they were definitely driving their trucks for work related purposes all day, every day, six days a week from, you know, seven o'clock in the morning until seven o'clock at night. These guys worked hard, Um, but we had to make sure that they had proper coverage on their trucks, you know, to make sure that not only were they covered properly, but that we were covered as well. Um, That's right. And Katie, you mentioned one thing that. um you know, it's important. Your life will change a lot over the course of like two years. Think of all the changes that could happen. Mm-hmm. So it's real important that you have an agent that will sit down with you and customize your plan and, and talk to you about what has changed in your life and, and map out your goals with you. Make sure that um, anything that happens tomorrow, we've covered for that as well. Okay, I got another one. So jewelry and collectibles and stuff like that. I know a lot of people talk about well, I think of the, my cousin, we were at the lake, this was years ago, and she had diamond earrings in and she lost one of them. She's like, oh, they're insured. It's fine. And I'm like, you just lost your diamond earring. And <laughs> she said, oh, she was insured. She was fine. So I'm curious about that. You know, you have to actually have those items insured okay. um, specifically. So we have what's called a personal articles policy that you'll be able to list uh, any nice jewelry, necklaces, rings, watches that you have. We'll schedule those specifically. So that if somebody breaks into your home and steals all that, you have it properly insured. Okay. So the homeowner's policy actually does only go so far with those items. Gotcha. So just because it's in the home doesn't mean it's necessarily insured. In the case of jewelry, that's right. Okay. Yep. Perfect. So gentlemen, when you buy those engagement rings, make sure they get insured. <laughs> Same thing with like firearms. Um you know, you have a certain amount of coverage there. So if you have a lot of guns, you'll need to schedule those on that policy also. Oh, yep. That's another big thing in the South. You've got to declare those guns and get them insured. I was wondering <laughs> specifically about the, the, the other day, I was sitting at home when, when all my kids were still at home and we were all sitting in the den and we all had our laptops out. All five of us have our own laptop. We're all sitting there working on the laptop and I'm sitting there, you know, looking around the room going, you know, there's thousands of dollars of electronic equipment sitting Mm -hmm. in our den right now. And if, if we had a fire, would we be able to get all of those laptops replaced? I was like, I, I I don't know if we need to have this many laptops in the house. (laughs) As long as you have replacement cost um, on your homeowner's policy, then Mm -hmm. you'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, I know that there's a lot of things out there about how, not all auto insurance is the same and that, you know, if you do have a hit and run or something like that, you've got to make sure you've got the right policy or heaven forbid, if you were to kill someone in your car, not all auto policies cover you for that. Can we talk for a second about just insurance commercials? I mean, (laughs) the, the absurdity of some of the insurance commercials that are out there now. (laughs) It'd be a long conversation. (laughs) I have I have one guy one guy I was talking to and he said yeah I've actually had clients like call me up and say if I wasn't already doing business with you I would I would cut you I would never do business with you because of these stupid insurance commercials but they you remember them well I mean you know some of them are better than others I'm not saying all insurance commercials are bad but lately for whatever reason I've had. I mean, obviously, every time the Liberty commercials come on the TV, I... You hit mute. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't, go ahead, Joe. I mean, you mentioned the auto policies. They're, mm-hmm. they're all different. You want to make sure that the, it's 
really based off the company and the way that they list their declarations page, what's covered, what's not. Some companies, if you let me borrow your car, they're not going to insure it if I have an accident because I'm not on there. We do things a little bit differently with State Farm. We would pay that claim, but we want to make sure we know who you are. The other thing is uninsured motors. We didn't talk about that yet. Oh, yeah. That's a big deal. Um, I actually had a, a customer who... Uh, he had an accident. He was sitting at a stoplight and somebody just ran into the back of him. Mm. He had several spinal injuries, neck injuries. He was out of work for two years after that. Mm. Wow. And, um, luckily, we had met a year before that and it increased his coverages on his liability and his uninsured motorist. So who knows how many tens of thousands of dollars um, we saved him oh, in that gosh. situation. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure it's... <sighs> I know with renting a car, you've got to make sure you've got insurance. And um, I think it's something that depending on your policy, like if you're on a road trip with friends and if it's like, if it's my vehicle, but then my friend wants to take over a shift of driving, then are there certain policies that would cover that friend driving the car? Yeah. So their, their policy would cover them. Okay. Um, and then if it wasn't enough, your policy Okay, so the, they need to have their policy, and I've got my policy. That's right. So before yeah. I let a friend drive, be like, you got your own policy, right? <laughs> and if they didn't, it would just fall back completely on yours. Okay. Um, but then again, that goes back to what company you're with. Gotcha. Yep. Do they insure people who are not in the household? They are not all the same, for no. sure. <laughs> what about rental cars? Because every time I go to a rental car oh, place, the they, they always do. try and sell me their insurance. And then if I say, no, I don't need it, they say, well, then we're going to file a claim for anything wrong on your insurance. And they make it sound like it's going to be the most disastrous thing in the world. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you actually, at least with State Farm, you don't need to purchase that additional plan because mm. our policy will cover you in any car that, uh, that you're driving. Mm. Yeah. See, see those rental agencies, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's good to ask the questions and figure out, you know, what's right for you and take the time. I mean, insurance isn't necessarily the sexiest thing, but it's kind of like wills and doing financial plans and budgets. You need to do it. It's important to cover yourself and make sure. So, uh, you know, Joe, any other final comments on this? This has been awesome. No, I just appreciate you all having me here today. And um, if I can help anybody, uh, my office is in Carville and Houston Levy and Winchester. Uh, please think of us uh, if we can help you with any of your insurance. And I just would encourage you to sit back and, and reevaluate things from time to time and make sure that you have what you need and talk to an agent about it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Joe. You're welcome. Thanks. It was good to have you. Okay, Joe was awesome, right? Yeah, absolutely. Had a blast. Um, I actually found out some stuff that I didn't know, so that's, that's, that's always a good thing. That's what we strive for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, again, this is kind of a little shameless plug here. We're always looking for guests. We love to have people come and talk about their trade, what they know, and have a conversation about this, but Joe was great to really... We wanted to very much conversation-wise talk about insurance, and there's so many different things out there, and we knew there was no way to go through every possible thing because you would be bored to tears. And so really it is, as Court and Joe now say all the time, it depends. It's you've got to personalize this and take the time to figure out what fits, not one size fits all. This really is personalized, but... Okay, I do want to throw in a couple more random insurance policies. I know we started this episode off with <laughs> insuring boobs and legs and butts and all that stuff like and chest hair. Ugh. 
weird. There are some other random insurance policies. So in the United Kingdom, employers can purchase insurance against having two or more employees quit due to winning the national lottery. This policy would only pay out if the company lost at least two employees due to this, dur- during the same drawing, which sets the odds of collecting on this policy astronomically high. Mm. That's, that's just crazy. <laughs> Court, you want to take the next one? Okay. Uh, I think I will take this next one and I will elaborate some. Okay. The TV show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is actually insured against the possibility of a contestant winning. Um, but there are a lot of shows that offer those giant jackpots that actually have insurance against mm-hmm. um, the person winning. And um, for instance, like if you go to... Uh, if you go to a golf tournament, like a, a, a that's a, exactly what I was saying. A fundraiser golf tournament. golf tournament, yeah. When they when they have those cars out there that you can win if you hit a hole in one, usually the 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 person that's providing the car is insured against mm-hmm. someone actually winning that car. So little things like that are are interesting little little policies oh, yeah. that are out there. There's, I mean, there's insurance behind just as there's finance behind everything. There's insurance behind almost everything to make sure they're covered because yeah, they want to make sure if someone does get that hole in one, they're covered with that car. Okay, let's hit them with. One more whopper, and then okay. we'll go ahead to the bullseye. Yep. Um, so, it is possible. We should have asked Joe this. Dang it! It is possible to purchase. So, Joe, listen to this, and then comment back and tell us about it. It is possible to purchase insurance against alien abductions. <laughs> Around the nation, more than ten million dollars in alien abduction insurance has been written, with higher payouts available for people who are abducted frequently. Keep in mind, proving that they were abducted will be necessary before you can collect. (laughs) So I've got an abduction, (laughs) I've got an alien abduction policy, and then to actually collect, I have to prove that I was abducted. All I can think about is Independence Day, the dad who kept saying, I told y'all I was abducted before, they took me up there. I mean, it's it's just crazy, but it, it goes to show that Anything can be written as an insurance policy. It mm. seems like you you want it insured. They'll figure it out. It may not be your you know. It may not be a State Farm. It may be another different firm that are that can handle these crazy different types Isn't the, of insurance. When, when, whenever I hear about some crazy body part being insured, it's always Harrods. I think that 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 I hear related to that. They're out of England. I think. Oh yeah, and so I mean, you know, just so there, you know, there are those, there are those, those companies out there that do that. Exactly. Okay, and I know that I said just one more, and then we would do bullseye. But the whole talk about alien abductions and the talk about weird insurance companies and you know, or insurance companies that do weird policies, it makes me think of um, you know, instead of little green men abductions, actual child abductions because down in in Latin America and South America apparently that's a big industry is is the insurance policies for possible child abductions that these rich people get because Apparently, you know, it's a thing that happens frequently down there. Court uh, movies coming to my mind as yeah, you say this. Exactly. <laughs> Are we on the same page? Oh, here? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Denzel Washington, Man on Fire. Dakota Fanning's, was that her debut? Ah, she was a little She's thing there. She's been around yeah. for a long time. I don't know. But that movie was emotionally just absolutely draining for me. I remember watching it with my wife and at the end of the movie I was like, "Oh my god, I'm just spent. I'm done." It was a, it was a it was a tough one. It's a tough one to watch. Anyway, so I'd like to know who's writing the policies down there in in Mexico and in South America. 
because apparently that's a thing. Okay, Kay. <laughs> okay, Kay. Is that my new name now? <laughs> you want to wrap this up? Okay, Kay, Kay. <laughs> oh, Lordy Lou. Y'all, let's bullseye this. My bullseye for this episode would be the importance of understanding what insurance you need and making sure that you're properly covered, that you have the right things, you get rid of the things you don't need, but you're fully covered with what you may need, and that it's it's something that once your life is changing constantly, and so just as you reevaluate your budget, you reevaluate your financials, status, you need to reevaluate your insurance and make sure at all times you are fully covered and have everything you need. Yeah. Okay. So my bullseye is basically just riding on your bullseye. But um, as we have mentioned repeatedly, we have been studying for the the CFP certification exam. And um, one of the things that we had to learn all about was insurance. And we've learned all about estate planning and we've learned all about all of these other things that you don't necessarily think of when you think of your financial health. Mm -hmm. But all of these things, all of these considerations are something that your financial advisor, that your your financial planner is going to consider. And you should be considering them too because they all are about protecting and extending your financial health. So, you know, talk to an agent and um, see what you need and make sure that you're covered. And that's my bullseye. And there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you like what you heard and you haven't heard us before, feel free to go to your favorite subscription service. There's, There's iTunes, there's Spotify, there's Amazon. Alexa. Stitcher. I mean, there there are all sorts of podcast catchers out there. So just get your favorite one and then subscribe to our podcast and have us beam directly into your ears every single week on Thursday. If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie, you can go to our website where we try and uh, be funny. Um, <laughs> I do. I was reading my biography, my my bio the other day, and it, it's I was obviously being a little bit goofy. Um, <laughs> And uh, you can also leave us comments on our website. That website is bullcastpodcast.com. If you would like to talk to us on Twitter, we do have a Twitter handle. That's at bullcastpodcast. And occasionally we do post pictures of ourselves and of others. There will probably be uh, pictures of us with Joe from State Farm. And uh, his awesome truck. And his truck uh, showing up on Instagram around the time this is released. That Instagram handle is at bullcastpodcast. And finally, Katie and I do work at a place called Pickle Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about us in, in a serious vein, our bios are on there, but also more importantly, more about our fantastic team and our fantastic boss, David Pickler, then please feel free to go to picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I have given you everything that you need to be going on with. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we out. Okay.